Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Welcome in. Happy Wednesday morning to you. What are you doing? Juggling. Somebody left their juggling balls in here. I don't know why, but there's juggling balls from the Ringling juggling? Brothers. Yeah, juggling balls. So I was juggling. Juggling? Not <laughs> I was, juggling. I was juggling. juggling. I was doing a little juggling. That's all. Just doing a little juggling. <laughs> I'm done now. I have questions. <laughs> Whose are they? I don't Do know. we know who they belong they, to? No, they, were, they were in here. I'm guessing that Dana and Parks probably had somebody from the Ringling Brothers Barnum and Bailey Circus in yesterday. And they okay. they left some juggling balls as, as a gift. And uh, I don't know. That's only a guess. But they were here in the studio. So I figured <laughs> they're here. I'm, I might as well juggle. So I think I it's best just to not ask questions about what's in the studio <laughs> they, any anything, given day. Right. Well, they, there's also several half-full glasses of of things and right. pill Dana bottles. Collects those. And, yeah, Anything right. could belong to any person at so, any given time in this yeah. studio. I guess, uh, yeah, yeah. So, you know, you can't, you can't leave juggling balls anywhere near me without me juggling them. Those are words I've never heard come out of your mouth before. Okay. <laughs> um. I learned to juggle when I was 13. So, uh, you know, it's something I try to keep my hand in every so often. It's been a while. I'm a little out of practice. Well, I'm glad they made that possible for you. Yeah, that, yeah me that too. Just as the show started, that you that way you have something to do during commercial breaks <laughs> if you're bored. Made me or happy. Or during the, the actual show if you're bored right. too, I guess. Yeah. You could do it, you Why know, not? in the middle of calls or something like that if you were so inclined. <laughs> um, welcome in uh, on a Wednesday. Um, man, there are a couple of really awful stories for us to talk about. I You hate to start off on this note. Um, but we start in Grain Valley. There's no easy way for me to get oh, from juggling yeah. to Grain Valley, and sorry I'm sorry. There's no, there's no pause dramatic enough I, to get us between those two things. Yeah, I mean this this story is absolutely horrible, and and I mean anybody that's been following the news over the last couple of days is familiar with what happened here, and and it's one of those stories, unfortunately, where every time there's another development, and we've talked about several of these before, but every time there's another development, it just makes you sadder. It's like, oh, no, come on. I, I, I mean, could there be one more thing that was worse than this? And I remember the, the very first time that they had confirmed, that the police had confirmed that what happened outside this daycare was, in fact, according to their investigation, a murder-suicide in a daycare parking lot, I thought, oh, please tell me this happened at night. Please tell me this happened at night. And then we found out, no, it didn't. Not only did it not happen at night, it happened shortly before the daycare was set to close. Yeah. Um, this was shortly before 6 p.m. That's what time uh, Milestone Academy would normally close. It's You're right. It is the worst version of this. It's a murder-suicide. Any time is bad enough. To have it in a parking lot in a public place is worse. To have it at a daycare center is even worse. 
But the most horrifying part of this is that it was the couple's children witnessed this, witnessed, um, they consider dad to be the suspect, Randall yeah. Gilmore, they consider to be the suspect, 33-year-old Shasta Gilmore, the victim, the other person that was shot. So then you have their children that witnessed this happening, which, as you said on our, there is not enough therapy in the world that's going to um, help that trauma. I mean, tra it's, yeah. it's truly that definition of the word. But it was also pickup time for other families, and so other children also witnessed this. And that's the thing. You have to believe that. I mean, this would be hard enough for you and me at our age now to see something like that happen and deal with. I mean, something like that happens in front of you. It's among the most traumatizing things you could ever possibly think of. And then you realize that it happened in front of a bunch of kids who are less than five years old. And it's just, it, it makes your heart sick. I mean, uh, you forget the motive and, and for a second, and we'll get back to that in a minute, but forget the motive and forget what was going on in these people's lives. How on earth could you take a four-year-old who just saw that happen and convince that four-year-old you're going to be okay? Man, um, parenting is hard. Yeah. I'm not a parent and I know parenting is hard. I do know, I do not know what you say to your kids about that. How on earth do you explain that? Gosh, what, what you hope is that they're young enough that they don't remember it. What if this is the first thing they remember now? Oh yeah. Well, ever, it, you know, it's, it's odd that you should put it in that case because when I think back and we've talked about this before, you know, different people have memories that start at different ages and there, there is a lot that sort of falls by the wayside, but the memories that I have flashes, though they may be snapshots, though they may be from when I was two, two and a half, three years old are things that were either very happy times or times when something was going terribly wrong. It's terribly wrong as something can go when you're two, when you're in trouble at that mm -hmm. age. That's traumatizing. And, and so I, you know, I can remember a few of those things getting in trouble for one thing or another. And so, it, unfortunately, the human mind works as such that this kind of an incident, if they're going to remember anything from when they were three or four years old, it's going to be something like this. And you don't know what they will remember about it. Right. Um, I don't even like saying some of these words out loud. It, this, is, this is how hard this one is. Will they remember the sound of gunshots? We don't know. John, I haven't seen this. Maybe you've seen this detail. Um, where exactly it was it in a car was it outside in the parking I lot it was outside in the parking lot yes i mean will they remember what they saw you know what what exactly about it yeah will they remember um I, yeah i i can't i can't even fathom you're right i mean we talked we were talking about therapy and there not being enough therapy in the world but just parenting i mean what if you're driving your son or daughter home from that daycare and they just saw that happen what on earth do you say to them to to make that make any kind of sense whatsoever because frankly it doesn't make any sense it's a totally senseless act so it was closed yesterday this happened monday night uh, the daycare was closed yesterday. It reopened today. Yeah. How do you send your kids back to the site where that happened? And, and by the way, for those who might say, boy, that's awfully quick. 
I would add to that. I mean, I can see where where you would think, okay, what, 24 hours, that's enough. But the fact of the matter is, if they don't open back up, they're leaving every one of those families who was not involved in this in the lurch with no daycare. I I completely understand and support them making the decision to go ahead and open back up. But it's just from from every angle, it's such an awful situation. Parents could always make the decision not to send their kids if they don't. Uh, and we'll get to your calls here in a sec. But just before anyone asks, we don't know the motive here. We don't, we don't know what was going on in this family. You know, we don't know what led up to this. It is horrifying to think that of all, it's, again, it's the worst. What gets into a person's head that if you're going to do this, your choice is to do it in a daycare parking lot in front of your kids. And the only thing that comes to mind, I don't, but if you want to punish your, a woman, you do this in front of their kids. Yeah. Yeah, ultimately. And and that gets to uh, there is one more thing that I wanted to sort of add into this conversation because I would love people to comment on this. I think that this situation in particular, more than some of the other ones that we've talked about in the past, but you you talk about the things that we've talked about so often that go wrong when somebody starts freaking out on an airplane or somebody starts throwing a tantrum and calls 911 because they didn't get barbecue sauce with their chicken McNuggets or whatever it is that there is a massive problem to my eye in this country with selfishness. And if you want to take that to its illogical extreme, the worst possible example of selfishness is this act right here, because you're right. Uh, I mean, we don't know what was going through his head when he pulled that trigger, but I, I think that what you just said is absolutely a part of it is that you do that in front of her kids and what exactly are you going to gain by that, considering the fact that you're going to be dead 30 seconds later? So is she. It, I right, mean, you just right. you killed her, too, so you're not punishing her. She's not alive to be punished for it. And you're not even there to, to take the consequences of your actions because you went ahead and took yourself out. And, and I've said before, I would never, ever advocate suicide. But if you're going to do that, leave everybody else out of it. Check out and leave us alone. And, and that, that selfish nature of not only doing that to her in front of her kids, but in front of all of those other people's kids, showing no regard for anybody else in the world who might see what's going to happen there. Who in the hell do you think you are? And and I, I find myself wanting to say that after about 30% of the stories that we talk about here on the show is, is yeah. to the person that was at the center of that. Who do you think you are? And you, you are not punishing the person you think you are. Yeah. Exactly. And, oh, man, that I don't know when we decided. I mean, they referred to the 70s as the me generation in 2023 went hold my beer because nobody seems to have any regard for anybody else in the entire world but themselves anymore. And it's sickening. 913-586-7798. Let's go to Ashley in KCK. Hey, Ashley. John, you're exactly right. Our society is so selfish and instant gratification is everything anymore. And it stinks that we're in this time. Um, Unfortunately, I think these kids are going to remember this. My earliest memory is one very, very happy memory of my mom and I waking up at two or three in the morning, 
so that we could watch Princess Die and Prince Charles get married. Oh. And then my, yeah, I got to eat popcorn for breakfast that morning. That yeah. was so much fun. Anyway, um, but then my other earliest memories, my mom was a single mom. She was very poor. Uh, it was right before we moved in with my grandma. She was on her knees at the side of my bed crying her eyes out. Wow. Those are my two earliest memories, one of great joy and one of great pain, because I asked her what was wrong, and she would not tell me. And now I know it was money. I mean, she was 20 years old, 22 years old, maybe, and had a baby all by herself. The, you always remember the things that either hurt the most or bring you the most joy. Those are the ones that have the biggest impact on us. Yeah, but you, th- you think about you think about what that says about your mom, though, and that's what I mean about how this has all changed. I mean, she was in that state where she was just overwhelmed by what was going on around her, and her first instinct was to protect you from it. Yeah, and that should be every parent's first of instinct. Of course. Uh, unfortunately, it doesn't sound like it was for this person. Mental health is a very, very difficult thing to deal with. And when this woman saw him with that gun, I'm sure she thought, oh, my God, my kids. Yeah. And that was probably the last thought that ever ran through her mind. If you want to hurt somebody who is a parent, you hurt their children. That's the quickest easiest way unfortunately to hurt them yeah it's just heartbreaking ashley thanks yeah thanks as always um appreciate you getting in it's just it is it's heartbreaking and yet i mean after the fact nothing anybody can do the incident's over and so are both of them and let's be clear he killed her yeah let's be very clear about that It, it wasn't her that killed him it was him that killed her and then killed himself We need to get to a break. Everybody hang on the line. I know we're stirring emotions here. We'll talk all this out next year on KMBZ. Phone number here, 913-586-7798. Let us just recap this briefly before we get to your calls if you missed the beginning of this. This was Monday night outside Milestone Academy in Grain Valley. And here's your adult content warning. Uh, You have a man who shot the mother of his children and then shot himself. Their children witnessed it because this was pickup time at the daycare a little bit before it closed at 6 p.m. And other children and families who were also picking up their kids from that daycare witnessed it as well. Yeah. And for those of you who are asking, and I think it's a valid question about their backgrounds and had there been any indication before this that they were having any kind of trouble, was it a TRO? Uh, applied for or granted or any of that. The fact is that that information simply is not available yet. We will have it at some point. I'm sure that as the investigation into this incident goes on, we'll learn a whole lot more about them. Not that, again, it's going to make much difference at this point, given what happened. But uh, like I said, valid question. We just don't know the answers to that yet. Uh, We'll go to the phones and it looks like Caden is up next with us in Platte City. Hey, Caden. How's it going, guys? Going well. What's on your mind? So one of the questions, actually, it was John just asked not too long ago, was what went through this guy's mind? And my only answer would be himself. He he wasn't it. He he was he wasn't thinking about anybody else. It, yeah. was about, it was strictly about himself in that moment. But the thing with the kids and remembering these things is these kids are four years old, and like John said, he remembers some good things from when he was four. He remembers some bad things. I think we all kind. Of, I think we all, if we scratch hard enough, we probably can. But um, I think these kids, you know, they're going to remember that, you know, later down the road when they're 18, 19, 20 years old, when their brains fully develop. But in that moment, I, 
You know, these kids may not, they don't realize what had happened because, you know, they're four years old, but three, four years old. But, you know, eventually there's going to be a point where somebody in their life, whether it be a grandparent, aunt, uncle, somebody close to them is going to explain to them, hey, you know, and they're old enough to know this is what happened to your parents, you know. We don't know why, or maybe they will tell them why at some point. But I think for what this guy did, it was merely just a selfless act. I mean, or selfish act. It, it wasn't about anybody else. And the, where he did it honestly says that he wasn't thinking about anybody else but himself. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's not the kind of thing, unfortunately, that you can teach in a moment, but that's the kind of thing you have to teach over a lifetime. Caden, uh, thanks. Uh, he brings up a great point. I mean, even the kids who were uninvolved in this and by uninvolved, I mean, the ones who were not related to this couple who witnessed what happened. You wonder what that is going to mean to them when they're 18, 19, 20 years old and and have memories of this traumatic, horrible incident and don't know how to deal with that. Um, you know, most of us, in comparison, had pretty idyllic childhoods. But when something like that happens to you, what does that mean to you when you reach adulthood? And I don't know I'm the gonna, answer to that. I'm going to point out, these kids could be older than four. I, I, I think it's completely conceivable that there are kids that go there after school. Oh, that's true. Yeah, you're right, because it was 6 o'clock, right? It, yeah. it, wasn't, it wasn't a time. Right, you could have kids there who are 8, 9, 10 years old whose parents have them go there after school for after-school care and pick them up at 6 o'clock when they get off of work. And what's that conversation like? Oh, wow. Um, quite frankly, like, do you start calling therapists now? Yeah. And, and start getting somebody lined up immediately. Uh, and they were going to have counselors at the daycare. I was going to say, I would be surprised if the daycare hadn't already done that. Uh, it's good to know that they have. <sighs> there are no words. We'll just keep going here. How about Kia in Overland Park up next? Hi, Kia. Hi. Unfortunately, I can weigh in on on the, the aftermath of this. Um, my husband was stationed at Fort Leonard Wood, and we moved to the Springfield, um, Missouri area versus living outside of the base. And my um, kindergartner at that time attended the same school with Haley Owens. That was our neighborhood. Um, and he, he saw everything. I mean, we were the police. Uh, all of our neighbors and everyone trying to find this guy in the streets. At the time, it did not, um, it did not, I guess, kind of materialize in his head what had happened or what was going on. But later on, when he was in fifth grade, that memory was still there. And we, did not find out that he was struggling until he ran away. And he, uh, when the police found him, um, he told them that he did not feel safe at school. There are not gates around or anything to um, make sure that, that someone couldn't just come in and take him, um, even right there in the schoolyard. We've been through a lot of therapy, and he is now um, 18, and he still has a distrust of people. Um, he's still working 
through this. So I would say definitely therapy right away because when those memories come back, the kids don't know how to deal with it, and they will act out. Like you're thinking your child should just acting out. What they're doing is they're trying their best to deal with memories, and they're old enough now to understand exactly what happened, and they're not talking about these things. They're going over it in their heads, so you don't know until something like that happens. Sure, they internalize it, and they don't have the tools to deal with it because they wouldn't be expected to. I mean, and when, nope. and when you're a kid, the world is full of monsters, you know, and and mm-hmm. those things change as you get older. The monsters, you know, morph into something that's a little bit more understandable, but you still live that trauma as though you were the age you were when it happened. And uh, I'm, yep. yeah, I'm, I'm glad that he's getting the help that he needs now. Is he doing okay? He still does not he he doesn't trust um he does not trust easily he yeah. has a distrust of people overall because he just doesn't know in his head he doesn't know what type of person they can be right so we're really working on social skills and him him feeling comfortable in the world and he just doesn't especially when he looks around and he sees that it looks like the world has gone crazy, he just, he is not trusting. Yeah. That's Thanks for the call. so hard. Yeah. Thank you for getting in, Kia. Um, the other part of the conversation that is worth a little bit of time here is at this facility and at other daycares that are looking at this incident now, is there a talk about security, about procedure, about, and I'm not saying there's any way that that, this could have been prevented, but no doubt everybody's looking at this going, we can't stop this from happening. Is there a way that we can at least protect everybody else in this situation? Yeah, it's it's a great question. And uh, unfortunately, I think that this daycare and many others are struggling not only with, okay, well, what do you do? But struggling with the idea of it's hard for us to believe until this happens that somebody would be horrible enough to do that. So I can't blame them for not thinking about it beforehand because you just think nobody nobody would do that, and then it happens. 913-586-7798. We'll get to more of your comments next on KMBZ. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. 
Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. 913-586-7798. In the parking lot of a daycare in Grain Valley, shortly before closing time, when other parents are coming to pick up their kids, a man kills his wife and then kills himself in front of their children. Again, I want to be clear. This is murder. I mean, this was a man murdered his wife in front of their children and other children that were being picked up at that time. And there's nothing that will ever explain that or make it make sense. Nothing. You know, what what happened before? I mean, it might help us put it into context, but nothing is going to make us go, oh, well, all right then. I mean, that's just so far out of bounds that, uh, again, how could you expect anybody to prepare for that when you never think that somebody would do it? 913-586-7798. Lots of good information coming in off the text line and you on the phones as well. We'll go to Brian in Kansas City next. Hey, Brian. Yeah, hi, Phil, for the families of everybody down there. And what you said about that guy is absolutely true. Um, But when I was three, four years old, I saw a face in the window above the kitchen sink when I was going out to get a glass of water. To this day, I cannot do windows. I mean, all the windows in my house have to have curtains, thick curtains. Uh, Just at night, I cannot look out a window because it's still, to this day, that traumatized me so bad that I just, I don't do it. Yeah. Oh, I completely understand. I mean, like we said, you relive those things as though you were still the age they were when it happened. Um, And and at the same time, over the years, it's even gotten worse. You know, I mean, it's like it it might not have been storming that night, but I still I still see, you know, drops on the windows. And it's just, you know, your mind can play really bad, bad things on you. And it's just... I feel for the, all those children at that daycare that just, yeah. You got it. Brian, thank you. You know, we, we've talked a little bit about this before, Jamie, and one of these days I think we're going to have to resurrect that conversation of how do you know when you need to call somebody and get help? Yes. Um, we'll go back to the phones here in a second. I have to tell you, John, the story that's coming to mind now is the one that we did recently where the guy was in uh, lost custody of his kids and then killed the judge. Yes. Immediately after killed the judge that gave custody to, I think it was his ex-wife because I think it was a custody arrangement post-divorce. And then afterward we learned everything that was happening in that household. Um, For some reason that's just coming to mind when we talk about that reaction to no, when we talk about that reaction to that situation, we got a, a series of texts, and I'm sure, John, you've seen this too, from a stepmom who asked us to talk about this. I'm just, I'm having trouble, but I'm just going to read the text messages as they came in mm-hmm. and, and let all of you respond here. Unpopular opinion, I'm sure, but let me talk about how mothers can be very mean to dads, fathers, baby daddies, etc., and the absolute pain it can cause. 
My husband has been going through this for 14 years. He paid almost $3,000 a month after a divorce with three kids and still pays over $1,300 a month for one. And his kids won't call, text, let alone visit. Their mother has done nothing to help keep a relationship and has completely alienated those kids. So for a person, mother or father, to do something of, something of this magnitude, I can almost understand. I do not condone it at all. I'm a mother and a stepmom, and the story breaks my heart. I'm, I'm having a hard time with anything that remotely comes close to justifying murder. Yeah. Which is what I said back. And in response to my response, they said, nothing justifies murder, but I can't help what was the root of this problem. Anytime you put that word but there, uh-huh. you eliminate what you just said. <laughs> yeah. You know, it, it, yes. it dismisses what you said before nothing that. Nothing justifies murder, but here's my justification for right. it. Yeah. Um, and, and that piece of it aside, look... Uh, yeah, you're right. Uh, moms and ex-wives and, and people like that can be mean, and they can do awful things, and you don't shoot them. Um, I, I mean, the, if, there is no caveat. I'm sorry, it's not a caveat. That's something different. There is no proviso to that. There's no unless. No, you, you don't. You keep yourself under control, and you recognize that your actions are going to have consequences. If, if your problem is, and look, we don't know any of this was happening. We don't know that they were divorced. We don't know that he was out of the house. We don't know what that situation was. Stories call her his wife. Yeah. So we, we don't know. I mean, we're ascribing a lot of things to that situation that we don't have any information to back up. And even if they were true, it still wouldn't make any difference. He's still the aggressor here. He's still the murderer here. And the fact that he took himself out afterwards makes makes no difference either, except for the fact that he's not going to you know go to prison for what he did. So, I, I mean, uh, oh, she was mean. Yeah, lots of people are mean. You know what? You deal with it. You grow up, you become an adult, and you deal with the fact that some people are mean to you and do things that upset you. But the best thing you can do in response to that is set a good example for your kids. Uh, we're the adults here. Right. We're the adults. I, I'm having a hard time with the with the text. Um, but but she all was, due respect. But, but she was really mean. Your honor isn't yeah. isn't going to get you there. Again, the person texted back and said the urge to want to hurt my husband's ex wife has been very strong. Was she denying him the children? Was he paying child support? It doesn't matter. None of that matters. He killed the mother of his children and him. You have two kids that are orphans now. Was it two kids? Why yes. do I have two kids in my head? It was two kids. Those kids are orphans now. Deal with your feelings. Go yeah. to therapy. Deal with your feelings. Oh, yeah, listen. I mean, <laughs> almost daily, you know, do you do you find yourself in a situation where you're like, I would love to take a pop at that guy? Oh, yeah. Do you do it? No, you don't. Why? Because that's called humanity. That's what you do when you're a human being is you recognize we are not dogs. We are not gorillas. We are not, you know, whatever. We don't just let our emotions run away with us. Have have we all had the urge to hurt somebody else? Yes. Humanity means you don't do it. 913-586-7798. We'll go back to the phones here. Uh, Richard has called us in Lenexa. Hey, Richard. Well, you hit a point that I was trying to make earlier. Sadly, I've seen this happen a few times before. And it's always been a custody battle. And mommy goes to pick up the baby. Mommy and daddy have been away for a while. 
Daddy shows up, says, I'm going to take the kids. Mommy says, no. Daddy says, that's fine. If I can't have them, you can't either. And when he gets done with his stupidity, he leaves two children standing on the side of the road, hoping like heck that somebody will take care of them. And maybe as they grow, they'll learn that sometimes society sucks. It's going to be a hard thing for them to get over, having gone through a couple of those things myself. And maybe at some point in their life, they'll find out that society can unbend itself and take care of all of us. Yeah, it gets back to the selfishness thing. Richard, thank you. I mean, again, we're ascribing a lot to this situation that we don't know. Uh, You know, we don't know that there was any kind of custody battle. But, again, it doesn't matter. Um, It just, it makes no difference whatsoever. There is no justification for it. And if that is the situation, and it's the same thing with, you know, Boy, I, I'd really like to hurt my 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 boyfriend or my husband's ex. Yeah, I, I understand you would like to, but you don't. And and if you do, that that again goes back to that selfishness thing. It's, it means that your feelings and your anger and your frustration are more important than anybody else or anything else. And that is a totally narcissistic, selfish standpoint. And if you're willing to live your life like that, that's fine. But you're going to end up in prison. Where I'm struggling with that mentality is what other violence do you justify then? If you th- if if you find this understandable, if you are feeling compassion or empathy or or finding a little bit of sense in this murder, where that hits me is are you do you feel like you're justified in hitting your kids then? Do you feel like you're, if, if your kids make you crazy and make you angry, do you feel like you're justified then in beating your kids? Because that's what you're talking about is justifying violence because of how you feel. Don't ask a question you don't want to know the answer to. I'm okay with it. I'm <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm okay I with know, it. I know. I'm just saying, I mean, because I know you're saying that from the same standpoint that I would of, oh, really? So if your kids make you mad, are you going to smack them around a little bit? And unfortunately for far too many people, the answer is yes. But that's, and I feel like that's where this goes is that's where it starts. You feel like because somebody made you angry, be it your kids or your spouse or your parent or whatever it is. If you're angry enough, that violence is okay. Instead of you dealing with your feelings, they upset you, and so that's okay. Here's a text we got. Apparently, neither one of you have had to put up with someone telling your kids lies and lies about you <laughs> and that your kids hate you. And then the person said, you brought the topic up. Uh-huh. What does that have to do with anything? <laughs> uh, okay, first of all, because that's the second person, actually, who has said that exact thing. Apparently, neither one of you has ever had this happen. I could sit here for the next three hours and 15 minutes and tell you story after story after story about lies, fabrications, and things that my ex told my kids about me. Uh, I could. I mean, and yes, did it make me angry? You better believe it did. Did I have to have a lot of heart-to-heart conversations with my kids when they were probably too young to have those conversations? Yes, I absolutely did. Did I do it? Yes. Did I hurt her? Never once. Never once. And never once did I allow it, did, did I let it 
affect my behavior toward my kids. The the urge to then say, oh, yeah, well, guess what she did? That's there, too. Didn't do it. You know why? Because it would have been bad for my kids, and I'm not going to do that. If we're going to make a lot of assumptions and try to justify, I can I cannot believe that part of the conversation is happening, but okay. Yeah. I mean, let's equally then think about her. If if he is the aggressor here and he's the one that got it, again, we have no idea. They're married. We have no idea if this was a custody dispute or right. if she was denying him access. She's the victim of murder. I mean, what was she going through before? <laughs> what was she feeling exactly. before we got here? Yeah. And how how angry do you have to make somebody before it's okay for that person to turn around and shoot them? And the answer is it's never okay. So, I mean, you can give in to your anger. You can absolutely, you can let it control you and you can let that hatred and that anger and that frustration manipulate you to the point that you do something awful and violent. But recognize that when you do that, you're the one at fault. They can't put your anger in prison. And keep in mind, this comes back to the conversation we're having a lot about impulse control. And we're talking about it a lot with men. And in this case, again, this guy was 31, 31 31-year-old male. We don't know how we got here, but we know he had the impulse to kill. Yeah. And he did it. I want to address another text that that just came in a second ago. Was it hate? Questions the texter, or was he so broken that she had taken any sense of worth of living away? If that's the case, he let her do it. That doesn't happen to you. That's something you make the conscious decision to give up. I don't care how mean she had been to him. He had options. He had options he didn't take. So that idea that, oh, she broke him. Give me a break. Give me a break. I mean, come on. You, you, When you let somebody do that to you, when you let somebody break you over whatever it happened to be, that's on you. That's not on them. That's your reaction to their actions. And there's only one person in the world who can control that, and that's you. If you decide not to do it, whatever you do in response is wrong. We have to get to a break. I know we have callers on hold. Jacob, Josh, hang with us here. We'll get to your calls next on KMBZ. Wrapping up our conversation here, briefly, if you missed the beginning of this, this is the story out of Grain Valley, uh, Milestone Academy Daycare Center there, Monday night, a little bit before closing time, parking lot full of parents going to pick up their kids. You have a 31-year-old man who shoots his wife and the mother of his children in front of those children and then shoots himself. To death, both in both cases. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, just the ultimate selfish act. And yet so many people are trying to find some justification to take some of the onus off of him for doing it. I just do not understand. Jacob in Platte City is up next. Hey, Jacob. Hey, John. Oh, man. This, this is a roller coaster. <laughs> yeah, I agree. The, the Okay. I, I From the standpoint of somebody... I don't, I don't know his situation. I don't care. The dude's a piece of crap. Um, well, I wouldn't even call him that because at least crap would be used for fertilizer. <laughs> that. Well put. Thank you, Mike and Speaker, for giving me that term to use. Um, so with that said, um, I've, I've been in the shoes of the man on the bad end of the deal. Um, my ex, she is horrible. She has treated me horrible for very, very many years. I pay her a lot of money in child support for one child that she tries very hard to keep from me. I wish nothing good on her, but 
I am a moral person, and I have never once thought of getting in my truck and driving out there to harm her because I am a moral person. I picked myself up by the bootstrap and made my life better for the wife and daughter that I have here. I just, I, I'm having, I, yeah. as bad as things can get, you pick yourself up and do better. I mean, this, yeah. I'm, I'm just struggling with this. Yeah, there, yeah there's, we all there's, are. There's a very old saying that goes, the best revenge is living well. And that's exactly it. Yeah. I, uh, Jacob, I wish you the best with it, man. And, yeah, and she tries She tries very hard. When I do better, she tries very hard to come after it, and I, just, I do not let her get to me. Right. Yeah, you can't. Uh, Jacob, yeah. thank you. Yeah, I, uh, Jamie, I, I, you know what? It, it, it just seems to me that we make a lot of excuses for men in this society to act like three-year-olds. You said it, not me. Yeah, yeah. I, I, and I don't know why. And you never hear it the other way around. You never hear, yeah. well, he made her do that. <laughs> you know, right. we're, we're more than willing to, oh, she made him do it. But you never hear that in reverse. And it just, it, it, somehow it excuses the behavior of, of men when it gets to its absolute worst. Josh in the Northlands up next. Hey, Josh. Hey, guys. John, you said it 100%, man. I mean, my ex, I was with her for 10 years. You know, it is what it is. You know, I... Like, to say she drove him to that, now, you said it perfect. The only thing you can control in this world is yourself, and I've preached and prayed that to my two daughters. Good man. You can only control yourself, the way you react, how you act. That's the only thing you have control of in this world. Now, I, you know, I I went into kind of a dark place there for a while. I went and got myself help. I still have not to this day once spoke bad about my baby mama to my kids, despite her doing all kinds of crazy stuff, I want to venture out and say, if we knew more about their relationship and the backstory, if if this guy was willing to go and shoot her and then turn the gun on himself and kill himself, I would go as far to say he had a lot bigger issues and he was the problem in the relationship before it even got to this point. That yeah. That is an unstable person I could never imagine turning, no matter how bad it got, turning something on myself just out of love for my kids, let alone going after their mom right in front of them and then turning it on myself right in front of them. Like, it's just horrible, man. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. yeah you just you want to grab all of those kids and just give them a hug and tell them everything's going to be okay. Yeah, right. yeah, you guys have a good one. Thanks, Josh. Thanks for the call, Josh. Thanks to everybody for getting in. I suspect we are going to learn more now that the names are out. We'll learn more about what was going on with this family, and we'll bring that to you. All right, coming up, we'll switch gears. What federal regulators want automakers to install on vehicles to prevent accidents? Would you want one of these? Get to that coming up here in KMBZ. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.